G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, mission activity is going on right around the world, so many nations. And today let's get some insights into perhaps an unusual destination we might not necessarily think about as in need of mission activity, but the nation of Greece, which, as you know, of recent years has suffered dreadful financial crisis and was the landing point for the influx of refugees flooding out of Syria and into Europe. Well, Nico Bugas serves as a missionary with the outfit called Hellenic Ministries. He's a former magazine editor and pastor, and Nico Bugas joining us today. Hello, Nico. Welcome back to 2020. Good. Thank you, Neil. It's great to be with you. Nico, at the peak of the migration of refugees out of Syria and up through Turkey and into Europe, you were very busy meeting needs of families who were seeking a better life. The numbers have slowed, I know, but what is the situation now? Yes, it's slowed down considerably. I mean, at at one stage, we were getting like 8,000 people a day coming across from Turkey uh, right into Lesbos, which is a small little island about... 30,000 population, uh, and suddenly we're getting 8,000 people a day. It's um, pretty horrific, uh, but it's, it's slowed down to about 1,000 a day or so, sometimes just a, a few hundred a day. Um, so it's def- there's definitely been a big slowdown, but there's still a big need. Yes, when you say a 1,000 people a day, and on a good day there might only be 300, there is a huge need. What sort of infrastructure is in place there to help look after people's safety and uh, when it comes to what you're doing, uh, the idea of reaching out to refugees? Right. Well, uh, the United Nations have set up a refugee camp there, um, which uh, we coordinate the volunteer work and we're getting help from a number of different mission agencies like OM and YWAM and, and Samaritan's Purse. So it's we've had a, a lot of volunteers helping us this year, which has been a tremendous help and it's very necessary. Um, a lot of these people are coming um, from desperate situations where they've seen family members killed, um, husbands and children and wives uh, and they come and they're completely devastated um, but th- the one thing is that they are also coming in and they're completely um, disillusioned with their situation back in their home countries whether it's Syria or Afghanistan or wherever um, they're disillusioned with ISIS and with the religion there and they come into um, Greece and into Europe, seeking desperately seeking some message of hope. And so when you have an opportunity to not only help meet some physical needs, but to share the gospel, what sort of response do you get from people who are coming out of Syria? Well, because they are... Um, so disillusioned with the, the situation back at home, 
they're definitely far more open to the gospel than, than they've ever been before. And and we're getting people turning to the to the message of the gospel every day there. Um, and it's it is very encouraging. Uh, we're not we're not always uh, able to uh, minister to them within the United Nations camp because they, we can't freely share the gospel with them. But um, outside of the camp, um, we help them as much as possible with with the gospel message. We're giving them little um, uh, slots, of, some cards that they can put into their their phones with the Jesus form, with the uh, um, worship songs, with the New Testament in about 20 different languages, and the Jesus forms also in about 20 different languages. So it's it's a great message way of communicating the gospel to them. And you're not on your own. In fact, there's quite a large team that are connected to Hellenic Ministries. How many people feed on the ground? Oh, um, we've... We've only got about 10 staff members there, but we've had huge uh, assistance from people like Samaritan's Purse and OM and YOM and other mission agencies. You know, it's had a huge television exposure over the last year or so. So that has created a, a, a large volunteer force that has come to help us. Now, it's not the only thing you're doing in Greece. Greece has been very hard hit economically. And one of the programs you've got called Operation Joshua is about distributing copies of the New Testament throughout Greece. Now, that's so, so interesting because uh, one might ask, do Greeks need copies of the New Testament? Wasn't it originally written in Greek? Right, it was, but it's written in ancient Greek, 2,000 years old, and people don't understand it. You can imagine trying to read 2,000-year-old English. Um, It's the same situation, and most Greeks think of the, the Bible as something that only the priests and the theologians study. So they don't think of it as a book that's relevant to them. But when we can give them the Bible, the New Testament, in modern newspaper Greek, um, it, 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 it immediately hits them. It, uh, you know what the Bible says, that the entrance of God's Word brings light. It brings understanding to the simple. And... Uh, We've had tremendous uh, response from people receiving these Bibles, so it's um, that's a great opportunity for for short-term missionary opportunity. People can come there for a week and uh, participate and be missionaries for a week. Let's stick on, stay on the Greek with us for a few moments, because there must be some people who are uh, university trained, uh, people who study history and those sorts of things. Uh, in Greece, who actually do understand something of the koiner, the common Greek that the New Testament was written in, uh, do you often get conversations that are around uh, the original languages compared to what the modern Greek might look like? Very few Greeks own a Bible, and um, we really haven't encountered a lot of people who who want to compare it. And but but basically, the translation we are we are giving them is accepted by the uh, the Greek Orthodox Church, which is, comprises 97% of the population. So there isn't a problem with the actual translation. Everybody's happy with it. 
Well, I'm sure many listeners will be quite surprised that very few Greeks even own a Bible, which means that Bible distribution program you've got becomes very, very important for people to be able to hear and understand and to put the gospel into practice in their lives. We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments. Nico Bugas is our guest. He's with Hellenic Ministries and an outreach mission organization to people in Greece. We're back with more in just a short while. Taking a little opportunity here to hear about mission activity in the nation of Greece, where we've heard in our last segment that most Greek people do not even own a Bible. And yet, when we look at our New Testament in particular, we'd recognize that it was originally written in Greek. So you might assume that people in Greece know something or have some desire to understand the Bible. Nico Bugas is our guest. Nick, Nico, when we talk about the the idea of the Bible, uh, Greece is very, very spread out, lots of islands as well. Uh, how do you get around all those islands to be able to uh, introduce people to the Scriptures? Well, um, we have a yacht that that travels and ministers to the islands. There are about 80 inhabited islands. There are far more. There's like 1,500 islands, but 80 of them are inhabited. And uh, this, this yacht takes teams all the time to these islands. But as far as getting the scriptures to these places, we we actually started off by taking scriptures to the 80 and a half, inhabited islands the first year we did 40 of them and the second year we did the second 40 so we've covered all the inhabited islands with with the scriptures already um in fact over the last 10 years we've distributed more than a million copies of the new testament in in modern greek Nico, I've got to say, you're probably uh, doing some good uh, in raising your profile, thinking about mission activity, cruising around the Mediterranean at the Greek islands on a yacht. Uh, that sounds pretty, uh, pretty impressive. I'm sure you're getting a lot of people who are saying, uh, I think I'd like to give that a go as a bit of mission activity. Is that a bit of a draw card for you? Absolutely. Uh, it, it certainly has a great appeal because a lot of people would love to visit the Greek islands. Um, but it's 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 actually hard work uh, uh, on the spending even a, a week on the yacht because we we're going out and we're not just sightseeing we are trying to reach the people to encourage them to hand out literature and um, and these the 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 few believers that that they are on these islands are always encouraged when they find another uh, group of believers that 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 come and and work amongst them there. A big variety of things that you do in your ministry. I mean, supporting refugees as they're flooding out of Syria through Turkey into Europe. Uh, you've got this issue of uh, the people in Greece not owning Bibles and you've got Greek New Testaments to distribute. There's some other things you do just to touch on. You've got a gypsy school that you've got started. Uh, we're not so familiar with gypsies here in Australia, but uh, describe the gypsy school you've got going. Sure. Um, we started a little uh, crisis pregnancy home in Athens, in one of the suburbs there, which was predominantly inhabited by by gypsy people. And uh, we soon found that there were uh, scores of undisciplined gypsy kids roaming on the streets there. Um, 
And so we started up a vocation Bible school for them. And um, this so impacted them because they treated in Greece as second-class citizens. And suddenly people were showing interest in them. And uh, as, as we had this vocation Bible school, it, it, they so enjoyed it. They, at the end of it, they and their parents came and said, can't we have a school all the time? So we've started up a school there, and we've got about 75 kids that would never have heard the gospel, would would never have learned to read and write, and uh, just the basic education needs there. And um, this is this is having a wonderful impact on those gypsy community. And you're also into church planting. How strong is the evangelical church in Greece? And how predominant is the opportunity to be able to plant churches there? Well, there's huge opportunity because um, Greece has got less than 0.2% of the population who would describe themselves as evangelical born-again believers. So it's a very tiny minority within the within the, the community, and as we go to these little towns and villages, uh, most of them don't have any place where people can gather for fellowship and and as a church. So we're trying as much as possible um, to plant little house churches all over the country, uh, and there's a great need for people to come and help us to shepherd or pastor these little. Uh, groups, um, uh, and and we're, we're also trying to encourage churches outside of Greece to adopt uh, a Greek person or a Greek couple to come and train them to send them back into Greece to plant a church. So you're here in Australia on this visit, and you're looking to make friends for the mission activities that you've got on in Greece. So scope there for Aussies to either plant churches uh, or to work alongside you and sponsor those ministries who'll be uh, looking to plant those churches throughout the whole nation of Greece. Absolutely. It's, there's huge opportunities there. You know, um, people don't think of Greece as a mission field. They think of it as an, a wonderful place with cultural heritage and um, a place where the New Testament was uh, mainly written and written to. Uh, but uh, Greece has a huge need for the gospel. You know, we think of Africa and Asia and and South America as as mission fields, but Greece and in fact the whole of Europe has a huge need to hear the evangelical gospel and to be and and we need to send missionaries and volunteers out there. I might say that uh, especially um, the Operation Joshua, when we do the scripture um, distribution is you don't have to learn Greek, you don't have to have any special training. It's an, it's really an easy mission to do. For about a week or so, you gather with people from about 30 different nations, all with the same motivation to get the gospel out to people. It's a wonderful spirit of fellowship, and there's a real energy there, and it's a great mission opportunity. Nico, give us a general idea how Greece is faring after all of those very, very significant economic financial crises issues that it was going through over these past two or three years. How are things looking now economically for the nation of Greece? Uh, there's been a slight 
increase this year uh, in the um, the gross national product or whatever, and uh, but it's still in a desperate situation, and there's still a, a, a sense of desperation and anxiety among the people. They have no confidence in the government. They have no confidence in the church. So when we can come there with a message of hope, the people of Greece are prepared to listen, which is something I've never wanted to do in the past. In the past, they've regarded us as a group of heretics who have come to to disturb them and try and take people away from the church, which which wasn't really our purpose at all. We're just trying to lead them to Jesus. I mean... It's still economically in a very sad situation. They're being heavily taxed. Um, there's a huge unemployment rate. Many people are leaving the country, especially the young, uh, educated people trying to get jobs elsewhere in the UK and Germany and other places. So it's a it's it's a time of opportunity, but uh, we need to use all the means we can to get the gospel out. Interesting perspective, isn't it, that when there is a crisis in a nation, as Greece has suffered, it does create opportunity for people to uh, stop and to listen to a message of hope that comes with the gospel. And you know what, the image that is going to stay with me, Nico, is that uh, your opportunity that you were talking about, cruising the Mediterranean on a yacht, visiting Greek islands and uh, doing some wonderful mission work there. I'm sure uh, that is one of those images that will be sticking with people. I want to point people to your website uh, for contact with you and uh, potential there for people to do some short or longer-term mission outreach themselves. A lot of people do uh, take some time, either they're on holidays or retirees, uh, to take the opportunity to serve on mission fields. And uh, they might not have ever thought about Greece before, but it's HellenicMinistries.org. HellenicMinistries.org, H-E-L-L-E-N-I-C Ministries.org, uh, to be able to contact uh, Nico Bugas and to perhaps become involved in some of the outreach activities to Greece. Nico, thanks so much for taking some time to share your heart with us today on 2020. Great. It's, uh, I really appreciate the opportunity, and we look forward to getting people from Australia to come and help us in Greece. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.